Hello, and thank you for joining us for Season 5. I would like to dedicate this season to my dog Kanye and my father, who has passed away. I would also like to thank everyone who has been a part of this and has helped along. It's been much appreciated. As a matter of fact, it's been greatly appreciated. A big shout out to my fairy godmother for it's her birthday today. I hope she's living it up just like I know she does. And I'd like to thank her as well. And lastly, I'd like to thank Mario. So long, K. Bowsey. Hello? Hello, Lamar? Yeah, I don't know what happened there, but... Oh, it's okay. You're here now, live on the new Nerd Nation Entertainment Broadcast. Pleasure to have you on. Oh, wonderful. Nice to be on. Most definitely. Most definitely. So, tell us, man, what it, what is it you exactly do? Well, um, I consider myself to be an entertainer artist, um, musician. So I try to, um, take all of that and kind of try to blend it all together. But that is what I do for a living. Yeah. So, so you're a man of many hats. Yes, sir. (laughs) That's good. That's good. Um, well, when I met you, you were actually playing in an airport and I thought you were super dope, man. Like I could, I could feel your presence from 10 feet away, you know. Um, so I like that. What's, first of all, h- how'd you get into music? Oh, wow. Well, I got into music when I was young, maybe sixth, seventh grade, and uh, took up a couple of classes. And really, it was the church that I was attending where they had like all of these instruments everything well when you saw me at the airport they had those things there to steal drums they had timpanis they had pianos of course organs drums all these types of african instruments and i just pretty much tried to learn as much as i could and i just carried it on through ever since you know like middle school man it's just been been a long journey (laughs) yeah now what what was your first intention early on like, were you just like a lot of other people trying to get famous, trying to get seen? Um, did you really just like making music? Like, what was your thing? Okay, early on, it was more so the love for music. It was an outlet for me because, you know, I had kind of like a lot of anger at a young age. So I just kind of took that. Once I learned that music was a passion, just took that anger and put it towards the music and you know of course the goal was to become famous and you know have a whole bunch of records out and touring and things like that so yeah that was kind of like the things that i was um was interested at, at an early age and even to this day yeah now now as as you got older obviously your view towards it must have changed would you say that's correct it changed a little bit because come to find out it's a lot harder just to become famous, you know, or to even have a hit record out. You know, you got to have about the timing, you know, the type of music you're doing, you know, what's popular now and 
even if it's not popular, if it's a good song and if it hits, then it's like, you know, you're on your way. But just getting to that point, you know, finding out where these star points, um, you know, trying to get as much information as I can to uh, to take care of some of those childhood dreams, you know? Now, now you don't strike me as a person that's in it for the clout, per se. You know, you you seem like you genuinely love instruments and you understand the effect that it can have, you know, how it can change your change your day around. Yeah, yeah, it is. And, you know, for me, um, no, it's not about the cloud. It's, you know, when I'm getting on stage, it's not, you know, oh, I'm here to perform and it's all about me. For me, it's more about the people that I'm entertaining. You know, at the end of the day, you know, the guy that's sitting there, drinking the beer or having a nice drink with his girl they're not really worried about you know your your status or what it is a lot of times they just want to have a good time so i try to focus on giving that type of energy now now it's a hard grind even if you're not trying to be famous you're just trying to do it um it's a very hard grind was there was there ever a point where you're like hey you know what i'm actually just gonna work yeah, actually, um, it's been a couple of t- times where I had to work a nine to five, you know? Right. Um, gigs wasn't coming in, and the artist thing wasn't really popping like that. So it's like, hey, I got to go work at GM or something to kind of keep some money flowing in. But the goal was always to um, to do what I'm doing today. Now, now, some talent today believe that this will be – the money maker right off the gate. You know, there's that belief. Mm-hmm. Um, what would you say to them if you could speak I to would, them directly? I mean, I would say anything is possible, but if you get in this game, just be prepared for a long road because that one song that you think may be the hit just might not be that hit. You know, a lot of these guys, I know it takes them every bit of five to 10 years just to, you know, get to a, a comfortable status to where they can actually do this full time. So, and with that, it's a lot to go with it, especially if you're doing it all by yourself. If you don't have a team or, you know, somebody that can, like, take the load off just a little bit, it's a very hard grind. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, team is important. Exactly. Um, This company, Nerd Nation, wouldn't even be here if it weren't for the team, you know. There's been times where I'm like, yeah, should I just throw in the towel? <laughs> you know? right, right, but right. then the team carries me, you know, so it's like it's a, it's a good thing. Um, yeah, my, my dad used to always say a great a great hustler keeps a job, you know. So I, I think while you're pursuing whatever, you should always keep a job. You know, it's important. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Until, you know, until you get to that point where you don't no longer need the job. But, um, yeah, you always got to keep grinding. You always got to have that second, that third thing lined up, sometimes that fourth, fifth thing that's, that you can get to that, you you know, you're allowed to make money. But never just give up on your dreams because a lot of us, we'll sit here, we get to 9 to 5, and we'll sit there, and next thing you know, it's 10 years, 15 years later, and the dream is still on the back burner. So you definitely want to always pursue your dreams, always. Definitely. Definitely. What was um, 
What was one of your darkest moments as an artist and and touring? Um, I mean, I guess a, a lot of dark moments for me was that I was kind of producing for a couple of guys, and you know, I'm trusting in them to like, hey, let's take care of this paperwork. You know, I'm sitting here giving them all this good, good, you know, tracks and stuff like that, and the next thing I know albums dropping and next thing i know i'm not even mentioning none of the credits the paperwork didn't get done so at the end of the day i taught me a valuable a valuable lesson that you um you know you want to make sure your business is taken care of along with the craft because if you're sitting out there just doing the craft doing the craft and you can kind of get stiff that way you know yeah but I, I don't know. I, I think I think that that's okay somewhat. Like you, you take someone like Mike Jones. You know, I don't I don't think Mike Jones was just making money immediately. I think he pushed his name out there a lot. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, sometimes you could you could take that L and end up um in a better position, you know, but a lot of times you want to make sure that you can um eat a little bit off of it you know i'm not saying that you sit here and you produce a track for somebody and you're getting everything you got to give some you know give some of it away and and um at the end of the day you hopefully the song will hit give you a better notoriety and you can um you know live off of that success a little bit to the next to the next thing if if you could call the shots and you wanted to change the whole game what would you change for every artist in the world? You know what? That's a good question because when you look at it, coming from being a, a real musician, somebody that grew up playing multiple instruments that sat there and got into the craft, um, I wouldn't say that's something I wouldn't change, but that was something that, I think would should be a little bit of requirement. You know, a lot of these guys know, you know, not down in anybody, but a lot of these guys, you know, they will get the equipment, they're great, create awesome music, don't even know what a note is, you know, don't know what a C or A is, but they feeling it, you know. For me, I think, you know, just to have a little bit knowledge of the craft for me would be um, something I would probably change. I'm not saying you got to be Mozart or you know, know everything about theory and music, but just a little something, you know? I I think that's okay, though. I mean, I feel like oh, if you can win, win. You know? Oh, yeah, it's wonderful. <laughs> yeah, it's wonderful. Trust me, if you could get some $500 worth of equipment and make a billion dollars off of it, go right ahead, you know? there. I'm not knocking anybody. Just for me personally, you know, just to have a little bit of musical knowledge, you know, I think that would that would help just a little bit. Definitely. What um, what would you say grinds your gears about the industry or just entertaining in general? Just the love for it, you know, just the love. And no, the grinds your gears love. like like kind of gets you triggered. Gets you like, eh, I don't know that that should be a thing type of thing. Oh, you're speaking as far as, like, life in general Mm-mm. or? In in entertainment, mm-hmm. 
what is it that you may see occasionally or all the time or whatever that really kind of irks you and makes you like, why is it that way? You know, type of thing. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know. I really try not to look at things that way. You know, it's a way for a reason. So, you know, either you could, you choose to deal with it or try to go in your own lane on your own path. So for me, I know that, you know, just trying to follow the crowd or going right is something that usually doesn't work for me. So, I try to stay in my my own lane with the things that I do, and it turns out that it helps me out more because I stand out more. Amen. So, what um, what was your biggest stage moment where you felt like, you know, what I could get used to this? Oh man, I think I was playing. Um, I think I was playing at a fest in Chicago or something like that, and uh, it was tons of people. And just that energy that they was giving back was like, wow, you know, this is something that I could really, could really see myself doing full time. You know, just playing for, or entertaining, or just being an artist for just thousands of people that enjoying what you are doing. What. Uh... Do you like performing in open areas, in bars? What's your number one place where you're like, I love, I love doing it this way? Oh, okay, so coming as as a musician and somebody that's always looking for work, it really doesn't matter. So if I get a call, it's like, hey, we need you to play at a at a bar, you know, downtown somewhere. If I'm free, I'm usually doing it. But if um, if there's one one place that I would love to do is concerts, you know, do some concerts or some type of how can I say it? How can I say it? Some type of um, yeah, some type of concert where I can sit there and entertain. I could be myself, and at the end of the day, make sure that whoever it is that I'm entertaining have the best time of their life. Now, in your travels, did you meet other artists that were kind of that went on to be a, a big success? Yeah, yeah, I um, I have um, me many, uh, many artists that um, from the area I'm from. You know, they went on ahead and they grinded, and you know, maybe got a little bit of luck on their side. They had that hit record, and you know, definitely made it to the place where they wanted to be. What, what was your most spectacular uh, person that you met? That when you met him, you were just kind of like, uh, you know, like, wow, this person's kind of cool. <laughs> you know, what, what was what was that moment? Um, well, it was a time where I, I got to make, meet Neo. And um, that was great, you know what I'm saying? Real down to earth. Somebody he seems was, like a player, kind of. You think he is? I mean, uh, I, I want to complete the fifth on that. <laughs> but, you, know, uh, you know, for the most part, my experience with him was just great. Just an awesome guy, real cool, you know. And um, Is he as smooth as, as his songs? 
Or is he kind of oh, yeah. awkward in person? I mean, for my experience, very smooth. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's just comfortable in, in his skin and performing and wherever he, you know, wherever he's doing, it's like, man, just all chill. Nice. Yeah, I think I don't I don't usually get, like, starstruck or anything, but you know who, who kind of stuck out to me was Jermaine Jackson. Out of, oh, out, of, really? out of any person I've met, it was something about when I met him, he just had this royal cadence to him, you know, where I uh-huh. was just like, yeah, this is really the Jackson, <laughs> you know, right, right. He, he was really cool. But um, yeah, I'm, yeah, I haven't met the guy, but I've seen a couple of interviews on him. And, he, you know, he just seems like, you know, he's been doing it for a very long time, which he has, you know, definitely. And, uh, you know, who, speaking of it. speaking of kind of uh, older cats, what what was your um, who were some of your people you looked up to uh, when you were younger? I mean, of course, you got to give it to Michael Jackson, um, Janet Jackson. Um, who else? I was really fond of you know Puff Daddy, the way he was you know making moves back in the nineties. Uptown Records, you know what I mean? Just the the people that was really pushing out that that great music. It's like, man, how do I get there? You know. So those are some of the guys. Yeah. Did you ever did you ever perform in a band? Did you ever make a band? Yeah. Yeah. Actually, um, me me and my homies, we had uh we had a band called Enchanted, and uh, we was we was smooth jazz R and B. Um, old school, and uh, you know, it was pretty good. What um, with everything with everything going on in the world today, um, where do you see the future of music, and um, how do you plan to go forward? Uh, well, I see the future of music. To to me, it seems like. You know, music is always recreating itself and always recreating itself in kind of a new way. So at the end of the day, you, I guess you want to kind of try to get to the trends a little bit, if you can, while being yourself. But for me, um, I definitely want to continue to, to push out great music, you know, deal with great artists good energy and um shoot hopefully can uh make the big bucks one day you know if if you could and you wanted to do something to help society uh such as put on like a charity event or whatnot and you had everything at your disposal Mm -hmm. how how would you set it up and who would you do it for Oh, man. Well, it would definitely be, let's see, for a charity event. I mean, right now, my heart goes out to everybody that's um, that's dealing with with the COVID issue. Uh, So I would definitely throw on a charity event in, in that sense. And for me, it would be a mix of jazz, a mix of country, mix of reggae, 
Caribbean, kind of like this fusion to where, you know, hopefully everybody can get something out of it. You know what I mean? Definitely. Definitely. Is there any personal people that are an inspiration or were an inspiration to you throughout your career? Oh, yeah. Personally, um, one of the... One of what I would say, one of my godfathers, um, Charles, he was um, somebody that was very instrumental with getting me on my musical path. And then also one of my um, one of my friends, Anthony, he died a couple of years ago. But, you I'm know, sorry to hear that. We, we was I know. But, you know, at the time or growing up, we was always pushing each other to be better and to be great. And, um, you know, I mean, that Jeff drummer friend that that's excellent um so there i mean i can name people all who, day who were these who were these people were they your high school mates or workmates what was your what was the correlation okay so you got anthony you got jeff and you got kevin the band that i mentioned in chanted we was all in that band Nice. So, yeah, you know, growing up 17, 18, playing in the clubs at 16, 17 years old because, you know, we were kind of that talented. Did you guys Um, fight? I mean, we argued sometimes, you know, but with us, it was more of a roast fest. Every time we got around each other, we just had to crack on each other. So (laughs) That's a lot of bands. That's a lot of bands. Yeah, yeah, you know, that camaraderie when you get together, you know, you want to make sure that you go up in one day, and if you get got the day before, you want to, you know, just that, that homie type of, that, that love. So it's out of love, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's definitely out of love, you know? That's good. But you're going to get cracked on. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, lastly, because uh, we got to kind of wrap it up. But I appreciate you, Lamar, kicking off season five. You're you're awesome, oh, bro. Um, you didn't even know it was gonna be you, but it's you. Well, <laughs> you I know? appreciate it, man. Whatever I can do to help. No, whatever I can do to help. I I think you're talented. If if I didn't, I wouldn't even waste my time. I think you're hella talented. I'm surprised a scout or somebody didn't pick you up yet. To be honest. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, me too. But, you know, that opportunity is definitely going to present itself. And when it's there, I'll be ready. Of course. Of course. Yeah. What, um, in closing, what would you say to um, an amateur who's who wants to do music, who's unsure, though, because of the pandemic and yada, yada, yada? What, what would you say to inspire them? Well, what I would say is kind of pretty much what I've been saying this whole interview, which is, you know, you got to go for your dreams because at the end of the day, you have some people that will believe in you, but you want to make sure that you believe in yourself and your gifts going to make room for you. So it might not happen within a week. It might not happen within a month. It might not even happen within three, four years. But if you're staying on your grind and you're being diligent, and you're, you know, pushing out what you need to push out, the content and stuff, it's going to come. Just make sure you're you're ready when it does because when it opens, you want to walk through that door and you want to keep on going. Amen. Uh, in closing, can you you can sing too, can't you? Yeah, I can sing. Can you can you sing a little something? Uh, maybe something that's written by you? 
Yeah, actually, um, my grandma passed like a year, year ago or so, and I wrote this song. And um, the song, it kind of goes like this. I wish that I can do it one more time. Look into your eyes, feel your touch and love. Sometimes I know that I, I wish we could have took that chance to do what we did and to feel good again. Oh, 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 to do it one more time. That's amazing. Yeah, so. Hey, you put it, did you record it down? Or did you lay it down yet? Oh, yeah, it's been laid. Um, and I'm actually in the process of getting it mixed. So Nice. Yeah, when you get it mixed, man, send it our way. I'll play it. I'll play it on okay. the air. Oh, definitely. Um, you'll be the first guy to get it. Okay, bet. <laughs> you got a deal. <laughs> right, right. No, that's great, man. That, that is awesome. I love that. My dad just passed uh, this holiday. So I, oh, yeah, I know yeah, how it we is. Yeah, we talking about that, yeah. Yeah. But um, she's still with you, though, man. Yeah, yeah, I know she, she around here hovering or something like that, but she lived a, a good life, and um, I'm pretty sure I'll see her in it happen one day. Amen, amen. That's same with your father. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, bro. You're you're an awesome dude, Lamar. You're, you're welcome back anytime. I hope you stay in touch, and um, thanks for being on, man. Oh, thanks. Appreciate it. Like again, once again, thanks for having me, man. It was an honor. Yeah, anytime. Anytime. Likewise. Feelings mutual. All right, man. All right. Take care, Lamar. You too. Bye. Bye bye.